What's the revolution? Revolution. Can I have your attention for a moment? What's good, revolution? Welcome to the What's Your Revolution show. A show for men and the people who love them. Where we discuss how men can find and embrace the revolution within themselves. Where people can find and embrace the revolution within themselves. I am your host, Dr. Charles Porter. What's good, revolutionaries? This is my second attempt. Second, not attempt, my second episode where it, it is just me. Pontificating about revolution in the world. What it looks like for you to find answer and fulfill your revolution and i just want to spend a couple of minutes with you you know talking about what that has looked like and what are some of the things that might stand in our way i want to get a shout out to pharrell williams and felicia hatcher the black ambition prize i was in new york a couple of weeks and i was able to sit in Oh, that seems to be the word of the day at what Pharrell and Felicia are doing with helping and supporting and loving on black and brown founders. At Demo Day in New York, he was able to get, give away several million dollars of funding to wonderful entrepreneurs who are creating amazing ventures in the world. I want to give a shout out to my good friend. My good friend and someone I was able to coach and mentor during the Black Ambition Prize summer, Antoinette Banks. She won the prize. She won the Black Ambition Prize. One million dollars that was funded into her expert IEP. Revolutionaries, I want you to go and go to expertiep.com and check out the good work of Antoinette. And her story is amazing how she figured out how to ensure that her child could be revolutionary in her own life and how other families with children with special needs, our neurodivergent children, our superheroes, could make sure that they were getting the services that they needed to thrive in our educational systems. Antoinette, I want you to know that I'm super proud of you and all of the women that I was able to mentor and coach to in the Black Ambition Prize who are doing amazing things in the world. But I want to spend a little bit of time about what I heard while I was there, revolutionaries. I want to spend a little bit of time because it was a punch in the gut for me. And as the wonderful Felicia Hatcher talked about, is that she just told this very emphatic but infectious story about watching Lovecraft Country and two of the characters talking and one of, the, one of the younger characters and the old character were sitting down. These are two black females talking and having a conversation. And the older character, and I probably should have got their names before I did this episode, but you can go back and watch Lovecraft Country. But the older character says to the younger character, what does your life look like uninterrupted? <laughs> can you imagine that? Can you imagine that? What does your life look like uninterrupted? And so Felicia was on stage as she was talking to Pharrell and some other folks. And she began asking the founders, what does your life look like uninterrupted? And I kept saying, well, what does interruptions look like? What is an interruption? And she talked about how we allow barriers to get in our way. The negative thoughts, 
right? Not taking responsibility, the victimhoods that we allow ourselves to conjure up in our minds, the things that we allow to get in our way that interrupt us from being great. And I began asking myself, what are the interruptions of my own life? And, you know, there's no sense in me talking about my own interruptions. Revolutionaries, I'm asking you to begin to think about what's interrupting your life. What's standing in your way from being the most revolutionary version of yourself? I want you to take a look in the mirror, revolutionaries, and think about what are the fears that you have? that are holding you back? What are the thoughts, right, that are saying that you're not good enough, that you can't be revolutionary, right? My mom wasn't revolutionary. My mom wasn't great. Or my mom told me that I wasn't good enough. Dad wasn't there, right? I come from this. Nobody's ever made it out. I can't, I've never seen it before. I can't move beyond this because I don't know what it looks like. Those are interruptions, revolutionaries. They're the beliefs that you shouldn't be sitting at the table, even though you already know what it looks like to build the table, revolutionaries. Instead of waiting for the invite for, say, come on down to the table, maybe the interruption is that you are unwilling to take the tools out of the shed to build the table that you want to sit at. That's the interesting thing. And as I, as, I, as I think about this, I had a conversation with my good friend and actually my coach, Marvin Chambers. Marvin, what's good, bro? I want to thank you first. As you know, this is a shout out often, oftentimes. I want to thank you for your leadership. I want to thank you for your friendship. Almost 30 years of friendship, you know. And Marvin is one of those people that challenges me to even think about my own interruptions. But Marvin and I had a conversation a couple weeks ago. And Marvin began to to detail his journey of jujitsu. Marvin is a man in his 50s like myself, you know, and this was, you know, he's he's not like our frat brothers, Will Coates and DeGal Richmond, who've been doing jujitsu for decades, right? Who are masters at their craft, Right. Marvin was just starting out. And Marvin detailed a story to me about how moving into something new. And revolutionaries, when you move into something new, you're not going to be good at it. And oftentimes we allow interruptions to get in our way because we are fearful of failure. Let me say that again, revolutionaries. We allow interruptions to get in our way because we are fearful of failure, that we have succeeded so much that we have felt comfortable and moving into warm waters, revolutionaries, that the thought of failure scares us, that we want to be able to put the trophy on the on the wall, right? I want to be able to beat everybody. I want to sandbag in the pickleball term. Oh, okay, I'm getting on a diatribe. But think about this. Marvin said, I started jujitsu because I knew that I was going to fail. And not just fail, but fail mightily. And that's what he did. He detailed his story about failing time and time and time again at jujitsu. Often to the point where he said, I didn't want to go the next day. That I didn't want to go the next day. 
But what happens when we persevere through failure? Marvin said, I didn't want to go the next day. I had, I had been failing so much. I was getting beat by kids much younger than me. My body hurt. My back hurt. My knees hurt. You know, I was distraught. I was, I was deterred. But even though I didn't want to go that day, I was going to give myself some grace and not go, but I was going to make sure that I went the following day. And that's what he did. He gave himself some grace. He gave his time. He gave his mind time to move past the failure to move into a place that I understand I can go. And this failure has the ability to teach me something about myself. That I am, I am lauded in this space professionally. The good men of Omega revere me as a, as a man that has shown leadership. But when I get in that dojo, or whatever they call the jujitsu space, I'm just Marvin. I'm just Marvin. And right now, Marvin's getting his ass kicked. But he's learning. And he said, the next day that I went, I had gotten a little bit better. And I began to say, can I, can I take one piece from everything that I learned and put it together? And then he went back the next day. And could he take some more? Could he take another piece and add it to the puzzle? And then the next day, could he take one more piece and add it to the puzzle? Where, yes... He was still failing, but he wasn't failing as bad that he was learning. And then weeks and weeks and weeks went by of going body still hurting, still failing, but not failing as bad to the point where he was saying, I'm learning. I'm learning. What was happening, revolutionaries, is that he wasn't allowing the failure to interrupt him. He wasn't allowing the failure to move away from his learning and his growth. And so I'm asking you, how do you seek discomfort, revolutionaries? How do you seek discomfort to allow yourself a space of growth? That's what I'm asking you, revolutionaries. If you want to be emotionally intelligent in the world, if you want to grow in your revolution, It should be outside of your comfort zone. It should not be easy. There will be great behaviors that you have to revolt from, that you will have to revolt from and evolve into behaviors that will allow you to break down the interruptions and move into the space of being the revolutionary that you need to be for your life. And so to help you answer the question that I, that I think is the most thought-provoking question of your life, what's your revolution? What's your revolution? I first ask you to ask yourself, what's interrupting you from moving into the space that you need to be? What are the fears that you have? Who are the negative people in your life that are telling you that it's okay to stay where you are? What are the thoughts that you've been carrying from childhood revolutionaries that tell you that you're not good enough? Who are the people that you're comparing yourself to? Because as a great Sean Dove says, is that comparison is the stealer of dreams. It is the harbinger of joy. It takes it away. Stop comparing yourself to folks. 
And so I ask you, revolutionaries, as you're moving through this space, what does your life look like uninterrupted? What does your life look like at its most revolutionary? You as its most revolutionary. When you get up and look in that mirror and you say, you know what? This is the person that I want to be. I'm happy with this version of myself. I've revolted from that person, that person, and I have evolved into this. I didn't let the interruptions of my life get in the way. That's what I'm asking for you. That's what I'm asking for you to break down those interruptions. Loudly put them away and move audaciously and auspiciously into your revolution. You know that I love you. You know that I am here for you as you move through this space to be great in this world because that's who you are. You were not put on this earth, revolutionaries, to be anything other than great to be a revolution for yourself, to be a revolution for your communities, and to be a revolution for the world. I'll see you the next time. I love you. I love you. I love you. Peace. I've never seen it before. I can't move beyond this because I don't know what it looks like. Those are interruptions, revolutionaries. They're the beliefs that you shouldn't be sitting at the table, even though you already know what it looks like to build the table. happens when we persevere through failure. allow interruptions to get in our way because we are fearful of failure that we have succeeded so much that we have felt comfortable and moving into warm waters revolutionaries that the thought of failure scares us that we want to be able to put the trophy on the on the wall right i want to be able to beat everybody i want to sandbag in the pickleball term oh okay i'm getting on a diatribe